A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Michael Reed Show podcast. Tune in weekdays from 9 on LMFM. To contact us, email now. Michael at lmfm.ie Now, as you know, I'm sure the National Immunisation Advisory Committee, or NIAC, has recommended the temporary suspension of use of the AstraZeneca vaccine. The Deputy Chief Medical Officer, Dr. Roland Lynn, said in a statement this weekend that this recommendation has been made following a report from the Norwegian Medicines Agency of four new reports of serious blood clotting events in adults after vaccination with with the AstraZeneca vaccine. It has not been concluded that there is any link between the COVID-19 vaccine AstraZeneca and these cases. However, acting on the precautionary principle and pending receipt of further information, the NIAC has recommended the temporary deferral of the AstraZeneca vaccine from the programme in Ireland. WHO is aware that some countries have suspended the use of AstraZeneca vaccines based on reports of blood clots in some people who received doses of the vaccine from two batches. This measure was taken as a precaution while a full investigation is finalized. It's important to note that the European Medicines Agency has said there is no indication of a link between the vaccine and blood clots and that the vaccine can continue to be used while its investigation is ongoing. That's Dr. Tedros Adhanom Ghebreyesus of the World Health Organization. He was speaking in Geneva on Friday. Let's uh, talk to David Cullinan, who's Sinn Féin's spokesperson on health. And a very good morning to you, David Cullinan, and thanks for joining us. Do you think that the Irish authorities are, are taking the right approach here, given what we heard there, that uh, the EMA, the European Medicines Agency, says it is safe to continue with the use of the AstraZeneca vaccine? Well, I certainly don't believe that politicians should make these decisions, Michael. So we, we have the National Immunisation Advisory Committee in place for a reason, and that is to advise government on the medical side of things and the efficacy of vaccines. And their job is to look at data. Their job is to look at risks that might emerge from time to time and make decisions. And obviously, we have to put our faith in those medical experts. They make those judgments. They have access to the information that we don't have as politicians or certainly they have the knowledge of, of the data that they have and then they make decisions uh, based on what they believe is in the best interests of, of the people at this stage. They also made it very clear, so there's no dispute between what the European Medicines Agency is saying and what the NIAC is saying is that is that they're not saying that there is any link or proven link between the blood clots that happened in Norway and the AstraZeneca vaccine. What they're saying is that as a 
precautionary uh, principle and on that basis and, and those words an abundance of caution they have taken a, a decision to suspend the use of the vaccine pending more information. Obviously, it does raise questions, and uh, I have sought a briefing for uh, health spokespeople from the, the opposition, which I understand will happen uh, today. And, and the questions I'll be asking is what data and what information does the NIAC now need to reverse their decision? They obviously took this decision because they felt uh, on a precautionary basis it was the right thing to do. So then the logical question is, well, what uh, comfort will they need either from AstraZeneca or indeed from Norway or wherever they are seeking their information from to reverse that decision. So they've made a decision based on an abundance of caution and that's their right. Uh, but we now need to know well, what do they need to reverse that decision and then what consequences will this have for people who this week would have been expecting to get their second jab of the AstraZeneca vaccine. So it's a two-dose vaccine. Some people will have received their first dose, will have been in line to receive their second uh, dose this week, and now will not. And I think the figure is 30,000 overall would have received the AstraZeneca vaccine, either first or second dose this week, and now that's suspended. So obviously it does create problems for the overall rollout. But it's not for me as a politician to question the medical judgments of, of individuals who made the decision. It shows that the system uh, works and that if there is any risk at all identified uh, by the, the Irish system that they will act. I think we should take comfort from that. But equally, there are questions that need to be answered as well. And, and I look forward to asking those questions today when that briefing takes place. Right. Undoubtedly, there will be a, a lot of disappointment uh, amongst the 30,000 people who have had their appointment uh, to get uh, the first or second job uh, this week. Uh, but I'm sure there'll be some anxiety as well uh, from uh, people who perhaps uh, have been vaccinated and uh, may be concerned uh, that this will be established as being linked to clotting of blood. Uh, understandably, yes. And that's why I think it's important that the National Immunisation Advisory Committee themselves and those medical and scientific experts are the people who answer those questions. Uh, I don't have the answers to those questions. Uh, they are the ones who made the decision to suspend the use of AstraZeneca. Mm. Uh, they have made it very clear that it was on the basis of, of a precautionary measure. They have also made it clear that they don't believe there is any proof or any evidence that there is a link uh, but that they were made aware of information, which, again, I haven't seen, mm. uh, and maybe we will get that at the briefing today, that suggests that uh, they needed to take this course of action on a precautionary basis. But they have to assuage people's fears. Uh, they have to make it very uh, clear uh, that there is no link uh, proven yet. But they also have to address, exactly as you put it, the fears of people who so far have received the AstraZeneca vaccine and will be worried. And, and obviously that is a matter for them. I don't have the answers to those questions, Michael. Yeah. Um, no, I don't so expect you I, I to have them, obviously, but, but AstraZeneca has been making the point uh, that 17 million doses have been administered uh, around the world without any evidence of uh, this type of problem. Uh, 11 million doses in the UK, no problem. We've four cases in Norway uh, which uh, they're looking at, uh, but they haven't seen any evidence that the vaccine is linked to the blood clots. Uh, and it really is sending out a, a very strong message to people. Alarm bells are going off in people's heads and you would wonder uh, if all of this is necessary if it hasn't been the cause of the blood clotting. 
Well, again, I would be uncomfortable in second-guessing the judgment of the people who made the decision because I don't have the information that they have. I fully understand that obviously when a vaccine is suspended, it will cause concerns for people, especially people who have received the vaccine. It's equally important to point out, as you did, that tens of millions, if not hundreds of millions of people across Europe and elsewhere have received the AstraZeneca vaccine. And there isn't reported incidents of blood clots coming from any of those uh, countries. It's equally important that we're uh, very sensitive to people's concerns, but also that we're not in any way alarmist because... I hope that at the end of this week, the fears that the Irish authorities have and the NIAC have will have been addressed, that the AstraZeneca vaccine will again be approved and there won't be any problem. And it's important to repeat the point that even those who made the decision to suspend it are not saying there is any proven link. Mm. And I, I, I hope people will... Can I, can I just make this yeah. point, Michael? Mm-hmm. I think if they did not act, I think people would be saying, well, why not? Yeah. Even on the, on the principle of, of precaution. So I think mm. it shows for people who have concerns about vaccines, that the system does work, that when concerns are at any risk, as small or tiny as it might be, surfaces, that the NIAC will make a decision. I think we should take heart from that. I understand completely. I have questions I want answered. I'm sure people listening to your programme have questions that they want answered, especially those who have received the vaccine and those who are waiting for their second dose. Hopefully, over the next number of hours and indeed days, we'll get answers to those questions. And it seems, I listened to Minister Donnelly this morning on Morning Ireland, that his hope is that a decision will be made at the end of the week if the information is provided to the NIAC that has been sought, that that decision will be reversed and again the AstraZeneca vaccine will be used. That's obviously what we all hope will happen. Mm. But we have to leave it to the medical experts, and I assume that you would accept that, to make those judgments, to make those clinical decisions, assessing the data, and if at any point there is even the slightest, tiniest risk, uh, they have a responsibility to act uh, And I hope that's what and people that's see uh, and take from all of this, that when the medical experts have uh, the slightest uh, doubt or have questions about the smallest of risks, that they act and that they will act to protect everybody and make sure that this is as safe as possible. Having said that, there's a lot of alarmists out there uh, and already... Uh, some of uh, those anti-vaccine people are out uh, spreading uh, their theories uh, in relation to this announcement saying, I told you so. I told you it wasn't safe. Yes, but those people at the very start of this process would have been saying that these vaccines were harmful from the very start and that uh, member states in Europe and the Irish state was giving people vaccines knowing that they were damaging So when you see something like this happening, I think it undermines their argument. Listen, there are a tiny percentage of people who hold that view and hold the view that vaccines uh, are dangerous and and don't work and and all of the conspiracies that go with that. Mm. I don't buy that for one uh, second. Vaccines have proven to be very effective across a whole range of diseases. In fact, have all but eliminated some of them. And there is always going to be issues emerge when you have new vaccines. This isn't... Uh, new. This happens all of the time when vaccines are being rolled out. Mm. That on occasion you have stops because something may have happened. It's purely precautionary. And then it will transpire 99.99% of the time that there isn't a problem and then the vaccine continues. The same happened, if you remember, with the trials across a number of these vaccines. Trials were put on hold. It's all a precautionary measure and then they restart. And the scientists and the and the, and the the medical people will only advance when they are 100% certain that they have got the insur- the assurances that they have given. That should give people comfort. 
that this is a safe process. Vaccines are certainly safe. Uh, Vaccines uh, save lives, as we know. Uh, But if the medical experts feel at any time there is even the slightest, tiniest risk, they have a responsibility to act. They have acted. People can make judgments themselves as to whether it was premature or over the top uh, or a knee-jerk reaction. People can take that view if they want. Uh, But obviously, that's a matter for the NIAC. They have to account for themselves. And that's the point I'm making. I would like to hear more from them in relation to the rationale for the decision that was taken. They have, in fairness, said, and they are not for one second saying that they fear there is a difficulty or a problem with the vaccine. They're saying that there are issues which have emerged that need to be examined. And it's it's prudent from their perspective to suspend until they have examined those issues. And then they hope to recommence that at the end of this week. That's what has been said. That's my understanding. But I do understand people's concerns, especially people who received the vaccine. I think it would be uh, ridiculous if we didn't accept that people have concerns. But the people who can address those concerns are not the politicians. It's the people who made the decision, the people who have access to the data. And that falls to the chair of the NAAC, Karina Butler, and her experts who, who obviously have answers to the type of questions that people want answers to. Okay, we'll leave it there for the moment and thank you indeed uh, for joining us on uh, the programme this morning. Sinn Féin's uh, spokesperson on health, David Cullinan. We'll hear a little bit more about uh, the AstraZeneca vaccine from Dr Tedros now. WHO's Global Advisory Committee on Vaccine Safety systematically reviews safety signals and is carefully assessing the current reports on the AstraZeneca vaccine. As soon as WHO has gained the full understanding of these events, the findings and any change to our current recommendations will be communicated immediately to the public. More than 335 million doses of COVID-19 vaccines have been administered globally so far, and no deaths have been found to have been caused by COVID-19 vaccines. But At least 2.6 million people have been killed by the virus and more will continue to die the longer it takes to distribute vaccines as rapidly and as equitably as possible. That's uh, Dr. Tedros Adhanom Ghebreyesus, the Director General of uh, the World Health Organization. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.